Hello and welcome to the Best Friends Fancast. We are an Allison Rosen fan podcast. I am one of your hosts, Rafael Marquez Castaneda. Your other host is busy stuffing big things in her little garage. <laughs> and to make up for the fact that we are down a host, I made sure to get a great guest. Welcome. Back to the show, Lauren Kelly. Hi, thank you for having me. How are you doing? Um, pretty, pretty good. Thank you. Good to hear. On this episode of the Best Friends Fancast, we will, of course, be doing a double episode. But we're going to try to burn through it because, I mean, TBH, it was a bit much. Uh, we'll be talking about the episode with Anthony Bowens from December 4, Jay-Z's birthday. The Thursday episode, Allison's Mortifying Emails, Life After Late Night, and Two Toilet Rich. Also, the Monday show from December 11, Daniel and Allison, Your Calls and Allison's Tears. And, of course, the episode from Thursday, uh, whatever date that was, Tinsel Tossing, Carnal Mushroomers, Giant Wheels of Cheese. But first... Lauren, do you have any shout-outs? I sure do. Uh, Shout-out to you and Lisa. Uh, you're both great hosts. Um, Dr. Jen, Dr. Angela, who sent me a picture of some uh, mushrooms from their Tam O'Shanter dinner. Um, Dr. Joanna. Um, Megan. Uh, Whitney and Matt. Trice. Leanne. East Coast Jen, uh, and, you know, everybody else who listens. 
Um, yes, shout out to all of those people. There are so many people to shout out that um, I feel like I'll just say them as I remember them, as they pop into my head. But um, apologies to East Coast Jen and Luke for canceling last minute. Um, I, I feel like I was justified in canceling. Also, it's like it's like when I don't know if you if you're like thinking about calling into work and then <laughs> the first glimmer of a chance to call in with an actual reason you take it, you just jump on it, and I'm like, oh. We're an hour off. Oh, well, okay. I, I just don't got to be there then. Um, apologies. And also, sorry, not sorry. Um, of course, Lisa, thank you for putting all of everyone's belongings into your garage. And to <laughs> Megan for being a psycho enough to bring all my shit down to Orange County. Yeah, Megan's amazing. Um, she's currently in Wisconsin right now. Uh, so I'm guessing Julie's not going to call because she's oh. she's like, I can just communicate with my daughter in person now. Um, shout out to Julie and uh, other people. Okay, getting to... Oh, wait, let's check if we have any BFF hotline calls. I just did. We don't. I wish you weren't a liar. Hey there, Julie Parkansky calling in. Happy to let you know that Megan is home for the holiday. And her wife will be coming in this weekend. And I have to tell you a little story. Megan is freezing cold. So she is out buying boots and gloves and face masks and scarves. And she has a heated vest and heated gloves for the game tonight. The other thing, Megan mentioned that somebody wanted to hear about the zip line. Well, the zip line at the Grand Canyon did not happen. I was a little upset with that. It was open for winter hours Wednesday through Saturday. We were at the glass walkway on a Sunday. So it can't zip line the Grand Canyon. Julie goes to Vegas the next day, and I found a zip line in Vegas. Not as high, not as long, but my husband and I did it at night when the lights were all on, and it was a lot of fun. Kind of uh, a fearful feeling of just, jumping off into nothingness, but it was a lot of fun. And I think I will try and get back to the Grand Canyon to zip line. I'm petrified of heights, but I like that fear of being afraid. I don't know. Can't explain it better than that. Okay. Checking in with all the friends and go pack go. And God, I hope they do something good tonight. Until next time, everyone from Wisconsin, Merry Christmas. Bye. Oh. But <laughs> if Julie wanted to call in, the number, of course, as always, is 818-BFF-0732. We have a special little segment. Should we do it now or should yeah. we do it in the middle? All right. Let's do it. All right. Explain what is this. Okay. So um, at my job, we have a lot of candy around the office. Humble there... brag. <laughs> <laughs> and it's my job to keep the candy dishes full and also the big candy tin uh, that all the employees come to several times a day to grab, you know, and it's like good candy. It's like fun size, you know, Twix, Snickers, Kit Kat, Hershey, um, Butterfinger, uh, Reese's. But so for Christmas and this was like so before it was the other lady buying everything. But now that I'm a permanent employee I'm gonna get my own credit card and I will be buying the candy at the store myself but anyway she bought um, a bunch of seasonal candies and uh, so I brought some of them for Rafi to try uh, so we've got gingerbread cookie mini Kit Kat and um, hot cocoa flavored Hershey Kiss is there one that I should try first does it matter I guess it doesn't matter. I will start with the Hershey Kiss because they're easier to unwrap one-handed, even though I'm using both. <laughs> um, also, I didn't know you're getting a company credit card. <laughs> Can you say credit card fraud? No, I can't. I mean, we'll just charge things that they will not notice. Like, we'll buy hundreds of laser printers and then we'll sell them on ebay exactly yeah we'll never notice mm -mm. 
Okay, so he's trying the Hershey Kiss right now. Looks unimpressed. What was the fl- flavor again? <laughs> hot cocoa. I mean, they're already chocolate flavored, but does it taste more like hot cocoa than a regular Hershey Kiss? I guess, but <laughs> if you just gave this to me, I would be like, "There's that's a normal one. Because you would probably don't really eat many Hershey Kisses. Apparently not. Or maybe my palate is not discerning enough. So I guess I'll give it a thumbs up, but if they're charging a premium for these, I say don't do it. Get the regular because I can't tell. (laughs) Unless I had a regular one to A, B. Test it. Mm -hmm. All right, I need some water, and then I'll try this Kit Kat. Oh, you have grown on it. Yeah, so my my kids tried this this flavor, the gingerbread cookie um, Kit Kat, and... I think Noah liked it. I don't remember what he said about it, but William put it in his mouth and immediately spit it out and said, this is gross. It tastes like coffee, which makes me think I would like it then because I like coffee and I know Rafi likes coffee. So It does not taste like coffee. It just tastes like a gingerbread cookie? Mm-hmm. I don't think I would pick this over a regular Kit Kat. Again, thumbs up, but... Not better than the Ridge. All right. Thank you so much for trying them. I I was excited to uh, bring those home. Don't tell anybody (laughs) that I brought home three tiny pieces of candy. We also always have peanut chews, which are the only vegan candies that we have. It's pronounced Pikachu. (laughs) And this has been Chat Snack. Yes. Thank you for bringing segments to the table getting to the monday show with professional wrestler anthony bowens uh this is the first person other than daniel like the first actual guest uh where the episode has video Mm -hmm. um you have not watched it no but i did and um i actually was thinking about allison and because she asked on patreon like what are shows that have video that you like or don't like, you know, like what do you like or not like about them, about their sets. And like, I was thinking about Joe Rogan's, I've seen his set. I've seen the, your mom's house studio set and they're like, they're nice. Like they look very professional, but at the same time it looks like artificial and like Mm -hmm. it really accentuates the fact that this is, like a podcast yeah so i i was thinking about that and i decided to use my texting feature and text her about this other podcast Patreon. yeah another podcast i like and they do video um and it's just in their apartment at their dining room table and it's just three cameras you know one's pointed like left middle right and like the the ones that are aimed left and right get like the middle person and the right Mm -hmm. and the one that is aimed left gets the person in the middle and the left Mm -hmm. so it's simple but effective and so i sent her screenshots of this and i told her i haven't watched hers yet because at the time i hadn't and but i was like i think you're like in the ballpark of what i want to see but you don't need like a set or anything special because i i just want to feel like i'm in the room watching them do the podcast Mm -hmm. And so I said, I think she's in the ballpark. And she just said, thank you. Um, And then I watched it and I was like, okay, the cameras, like they could probably like turn down the resolution a little because it looks like almost more clear than real life. You know what I mean? (laughs) Yeah. And also they're a little too zoomed in for my liking. Like I got used to it, but it's like, I don't need the person to fill the whole screen. (laughs) And that's kind of how it is right now. And I'm sure they're still tweaking it. Um, I don't know if I should voice this gripe with her because I feel like then she'll start overthinking it. And then she'll be like, well, like, you know, how zoomed in should I be to make me happy? It's like, no, do do what you want to do. Yeah. Um, any thoughts on video? Um, I don't know. I, I like that idea of like the table and the different 
uh, cameras, getting the different people. It reminds me of like what dining room studios was, and it reminds me of like when we do a big group recording at Lisa's house around her dining room table. Um, so I definitely like that, you know, better than just um, an obvious studio set. Um, yes, agreed. Um, so Anthony Bowens <laughs> goes by many nicknames, <laughs> uh, including one, Uncle Bobo. And I had to bring this up because of JMO's and Bobo's and then JMO's Sans Bobo's and how Lisa said that Bobo's were farts in their household. Oh. Um, also, I have a friend that calls me a Bobo, and <laughs> but it's like an insult. It's kind of like a like an idiot. So uh-huh. maybe he thinks, maybe he's he's trying to say Dodo. Maybe. I mean, he's a foreigner, so, you know. He, Where's he from? He's from Mexico. Can you believe it? Oh. Build that wall, am I right? <laughs> um, they also talked about his um, boyfriend and he, they do some kind of YouTube videos. I watched a couple and they were not good. Oh. Not to me. But they were saying, uh, Allison was saying, like, do you think it should be, don't don't you think it should be like Anthony and Michael? But it's Michael and Anthony. Uh-huh. And then they were saying it's like Bert and Ernie, you know, Ernie and Bert. Yeah. How do you say it? Because then I was like, wait, which one is it? It's Bert, Bert and Ernie. Ernie. Yeah. Okay. I'm not crazy. <laughs> um, She also kind of asked a mildly insulting question because he mentioned that he used to play baseball in college and then she said what was it like going from like a real sport you know to <laughs> to like wrestling and like something that requires real athleticism and he was like whoa 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 hold on <laughs> um so i thought that was funny because but then she said that it was because of what rj said oh you don't have to be an athlete yeah. to be a wrestler um which i mean that seems absurd yeah i think I think uh, RJ doesn't speak for all wrestlers, probably, and mm-hmm. probably some of them would really hate that because it makes it really downplays, you know, the work that they put into it. Mm-hmm. So I'm sure some people really train pretty hard because it is pretty physical, and uh, I, you know, I mean, I'd just be panting it out of breath the whole time. I wouldn't, you know. Well, anyway. <laughs> <laughs> well, so. I know that you used to watch wrestling as a kid, right? Yes. And I did as well. And I, I don't know if you'll know these wrestlers, but do you remember Yokozuna? Yes. He was a very large sumo wrestler guy. Yes. And it's like, when you look at him, you're not thinking, man, that guy's an athlete. But he was, you know, kind of a star. Like yeah. the fact that we're still remembering him now. Mm-hmm. Um, and there were others like him. Like there, like you could just be like a big guy. Yeah. Like big boss man. The big boss man, sure. <laughs> like he's Dusty not, Rhodes. Eh, he was a little more fit, I oh, feel okay, like. Okay. But um like when you see some of these people, you weren't like, Man, what a physical specimen. Like they're not football players like they are nowadays. Like uh-huh. I feel like it's more there's more emphasis on like your physicality. Um but yeah, you have to be an athlete. Like that's such well, a, I mean, a silly thing to say. Like Hulk Hogan, he was ripped, you know, mm. Macho Man, Ultimate Warrior, like they were all ripped. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Um, so they were talking about wrestling, wrestling uh. catchphrases. <laughs> and um, <laughs> the one that he and his tag team partner <laughs> have created, Scissor Me Daddy or Scissor Me Daddy Ass, which I loved this story because <laughs> I remember uh, Billy Gunn or whoever it was, the ass man or whatever and like this is their dad i think i just love this and i looked up the t-shirt because i'm like damn that's a hilarious t-shirt i should i buy it and it looks terrible so no but um were there any wrestling like catchphrases that you can remember that you enjoyed oh i'll go first well (laughs) rick flair is a one man you know quote machine Mm -hmm. like everything he says is amazing um but like who who who's the guy that goes woo? Oh, that's Ric Flair. What am I talking about? <laughs> I'm I'm thinking of um oh oh yeah like Randy Savage. Yeah. Like he was talking about how, um, what's his face? Uh, Stone Cold. Like he would say something in the crowd. Crowd would go what? Oh. And, and it like it it could just literally be anything. But there are so many, you know, iconic ones. Mm-hmm. 
I got nothing. I'm <laughs> sorry. No, totally fine. He mentioned his boyfriend, uh, Michael something or other. Mm-hmm. And he mentioned that they first dated in secret. And uh, he mentioned that he was privileged because he, you know, kind of like appears to be like a cis male, just like a regular dude. And I'm not going to lie. When I first saw the photo of this episode, I was like, oh, like just a big muscly wrestler guy. I was totally wrong. I was like, he's going to be like a bro. Yep. <laughs> and he totally wasn't. Mm-hmm. And then I thought, oh, he's gay. Okay. I can imagine what his boyfriend looks like. I looked him up. I was wrong. Oh, my gosh. I'm going to have to look him up. Well, the thing that I thought kind of like gave me a clue or should have given me a clue to what his boyfriend looks like is because he kept saying, like, who's this boy? Like, (laughs) he's like, oh, this boy's cute. Oh, this boy's still reaching out to me and whatever. And I was like, what does he look like? And wow, I was uh Pretty surprised. Not gonna lie. Let's see if we can get your reaction here. Oh boy. Oh my gosh. Yeah. I I would call him a boy as well. <laughs> <laughs> You're not a man. Yeah, he's like, well, I mean, I guess if I if in context, like this guy's a wrestler, so it's like, okay, he's probably bigger than he looks. Yeah. So or this guy looks really like tiny and young compared to him, but not that he looks old. But yeah. Thanks. <laughs> um, I have a question for you. What is your emollient of choice? For, for, for getting shiny? You heard the question. <laughs> I have a really nice um, unscented uh, lotion that I like to use. That's my emollient of choice, but I don't look, um, you know, like oiled up or anything after I use it. I just look regular. How about you? Um, motor oil is my emollient of choice. Um, he mentioned that his first memory was around three years old. What do you think is your first memory, or do you know? Oh, boy. I can remember being in kindergarten, which is like age five. But uh, I don't know. I, I I feel like I might have memories earlier than that. But then I think it's just that like my parents told me stories and then I, I picture it and I don't I don't think I truly remember it. Mm. How about you? I also remember stuff from like preschool. Um, I don't know specifically what like the first memory was. But I mean, how old are you in preschool? Like four? Mm-hmm. Oh, I just remembered something. So my mom took me to swimming lessons when I was like a baby and maybe like two. And I remember I always would get (laughs) to this swimming class at the Y and uh, there was this Pillsbury Doughboy toy. Like they would just throw toys into the water because we were babies. And I would always be like, I had to have that toy. I had to have that Pillsbury Doughboy every single time. Like I was obsessed. Well, on that note, um anthony mentions anthony sounds weird bowens mentions that he likes to collect old toys and toys that bring back memories ah um and he mentioned the jacks uh the rock toy that he had and he liked it because the skin color looked like his and now he's getting his own figure oh yeah and that reminded me of my pal scotty scott who works for jacks now and oh yeah you know although i scott I didn't have anything to do with it. I kind of feel like I, you know, put it into the universe because one time I was delivering and I passed by Jack Pacific and I took a picture and I sent it to him and I said, uh, going in to put in a good word for you or something like that. <laughs> and then cut to like a month or so later and he <laughs> had a job with them. Um, Oh, another thing I had to make note of that he mentioned is that he loves eating Chipotle. Ah. And uh, if you <laughs> like Qdoba more than Chipotle, go fuck yourself and unfollow me. <laughs> you probably don't follow me anyway. Um, the, uh, 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 so many <laughs> things from this episode were like so interesting to me about him. I would like, I want him to come back. I would replace RJ City with Anthony Bowen's 
one million times out of a million. He's so likable. He's 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 really so cool. much more likable. And he mentioned that his dad was a hockey fight mixtape <laughs> maker, and he said that he's the godfather uh-huh. of uh, of hockey fights. And just these are like the kind of things that will no longer exist eventually. Yeah, yeah. Like there's no one out there who's like, I've compiled every <laughs> funny vine there ever was. And like in 20 years, people were like, wow, this guy is the guy <laughs> who collected all the vines. Like, no, we just assume they're on the internet. People yeah, are always like, yeah. oh, it's on the internet. It's going to live there forever. Yep. Not true. Mm-hmm. Not true. Anyway, his dad sounds fucking awesome. Yeah, that's really <laughs> funny. Um, he also mentioned that he is a fan of Motion City soundtrack, and he said that he has like his favorite albums, and then he has golden albums, which are albums that he loves that have no skips. And I was oh, like, "Oh, you well, love to talk about no skips." There's a podcast I used to listen to called No Skips, and I loved it. Um, what when I say an album to you that is a no skips album, what is your first one you think of? I don't know, and I think you asked me this before. One surprised me. And uh, I don't know. I skip something on everything. Wow. Oh. Well. Let's see. Oh, well, no. Uh, okay. I don't think there's any skips on, on the newest Haim album. I don't think I, well. Hard disagree. What's a skip? Doesn't it have Hallelujah on there? Oh, well, I skipped that. Is that the last song, though? No, it's like. Oh, because I always listen on shuffle anyway. I think it's like two thirds through. Anyway, (laughs) when I think of an album that's no skips, I think of Illmatic right away. But it's got an intro, Mm -hmm. like a song that's not a song. It's like a bunch of stupid sound effects, and it has like little snippets of other non-songs. I don't want to hear that shit. Get straight into New York State of Mind. And so does that count as a skip? I think it might. Oh, I, I really like all the songs on the new T-Swift album too, but I do skip Snow on the Beach. That album has like two thirds skips. <laughs> it's got like one third uh, slaps that bop and then two thirds are like, or then like one third is like, eh, maybe if I'm in the mood. And then the other third is like, why are these here? Oh. To me, okay. it, IMO, IMO. Um, if IMHO. No oh, offense done taken. There's, there's no H in mine. Um, <laughs> if you're listening, I would like you to put in the Facebook group when what is your like no skips album? Yes, please. I need new music anyway. <laughs> yes. Um, they brought up the fact that the Power Ranger guy uh, passed away. Again, made me think of Scott um, because he's a big Ranger fiend, ra- mm. Ranger head. <laughs> and um, uh, one thing I... I also thought of when I heard he died is a lot of the Power Ranger actors seem to be a bit troubled, kind yeah. of like kind of like child actors, but uh-huh. they were like teen actors, I guess. Um, I wonder what that's all about. I'm gonna I'm gonna hit up Scott and uh, see if he can uh, give me some insight because he's met a few of them. Oh, okay. Uh, and none of the troubled ones, I don't think. Okay. Um, we got a JMO in this episode, and I don't know if uh, they had other JMOs in the episodes, but because I didn't take notes for <laughs> the Thursdays, just full transparency, this might be the only JMO we get, so fuck it, let's do it. Bowens hates when people leave the toilet open. Oh, <laughs> my boyfriend hates that too. <laughs> yes, yes, he does. Okay, I don't know when this began, but maybe it was because of Seinfeld. Because in the episode where he knocks the girl, Charlotte from Sex and the oh. City, he knocks her toothbrush into the toilet. Yeah. I'm like, that would never happen if you just close the lid. <laughs> and then there's always like the talk of like, well, if you, you know, if you're pooping in there and you got the lid open, it's going to shoot poo particles. Oh, and there was yeah. a Mythbusters episode on this. And I was just like, I guess I'm just shutting the lid. Yeah. Because it what what's the harm? And then also, much like Bowen's, I'm like, I don't want to see the water. Even <laughs> if it's just water, I don't want to see it. Because yeah. I know it just there's a mental connection. Yeah. I know what's in there. <laughs> um do do you 
hate this? Do you do you do this? Do you leave the toilet open? Whoa, whoa, whoa. Um, <laughs> well, uh, I come from a household that did not ever close the lid, so I never really thought about it. But then when you brought it up, you were like, well, you, first of all, you closed the lid also because uh, one of my dogs, Doc, uh, drinks out of the toilet if you leave it open. Um, but then you I, I, I think you were saying, like, if it's open, it's like you're you're being asked to look at it or something <laughs> like I forget. Or, or did Anthony say that one of you said that? And I just was like, wow, I feel like such an animal that I've been leaving it open all this time. And I do try and close it now. Like it's, you know, if I'm thinking about it, I'll close it. So another thing that um, another reason I think I do this is because for a long time, the hacky joke is like guys always leave the toilet seat up. Mm-hmm. And I think I was like, you think you got me figured out? Yeah, I may be like a. 10 year old boy or whatever I'm putting <laughs> it down because you can't fucking figure me out man yeah you don't know what i'm gonna do and so i would always put the seat down anyway yeah and then oh, so i like think it just, just evolved thing, yeah. it's like yeah why am i doing half the job it's the same movement yeah just put everything down yeah also women's reasoning for why guys should put the seat down is that so they don't fall into the toilet i have a big problem with this who just goes around <laughs> pulling down their pants and drawers and sitting on things without looking? I've done it in the night. Yes, I've done it. And I've done it where they didn't put the seat down. And it really, it's harsh. It's a, like, I mean, I never fell into the toilet, but it feels bad. You know what feels worse? <laughs> <laughs> when you sit down on the toilet and a boa constrictor comes up and bites you in the tuchus because you didn't look. Oh. Look it up. It's all over the news. The New York Post, the New York Times, New York City <laughs> Visitors <laughs> Guide. <laughs> um, I don't think this was a JMO, but someone mentioned Elliot and Daniel went. Oh, Allison mentioned about <laughs> speaking of peeing. That Elliot and Daniel went all day at the Disneyland theme park without peeing. And uh, it just reminded me of me and you because I could definitely go a whole day without peeing and you can't go 20 minutes. I really can't. So another thing, then Tony said something like, oh, especially if it's like a hot day and you're sweating and Uh, she's like, you're sweating out pee. No. You sweat out water. You pee out water. And there's other stuff in there, obviously. Like, same with your sweat. I'm sure there's other shit in it. Yeah. But you're not sweating out pee. Don't be ridiculous. It's just the water. But I definitely have been alarmed when I worked at the warehouse and I would be drinking water, drinking water, and I pee usually so often. And then the one day I, I came home and I was like, I haven't peed since lunch, which was like, you know, six hours ago. And, uh, I felt like something was wrong because that's not <laughs> how my body works and you were like well it's really hot and i was like yeah but i mean i get it it's weird but i get it too i don't know dr Ange, hit us up in the facebook group <laughs> are we peeing out pee or are we sweating out pee or are we just you know is it water educate us yeah we don't got time to go to medical school <laughs> there was also a hey go fuck yourself oh wait really quick bowen's mentioned that Ah, uh, as a birthday gift for his boyfriend, they went to see a show at Red Rocks, and Tony hasn't played Red Rocks. Shocking. Uh, but he knows of it. Uh-huh. You've been there. You have not seen a show. I've been there, seen shows. Me and Megan saw Haim there. Um, Red Rocks. Red Rocks is awesome. I would love to see a show there. The Beatles performed there. I know. Probably other bands. The Kinks. Hi, am. <laughs> Who else there, did you see there? I saw a Beatles tribute band. That's the first time I went there. Um, I saw Hi, am there. Is that the only shows I've seen there? No, there was something else. But what? I couldn't tell you. I don't remember. Um, yes. Hey, go fuck yourself. 
Uh, Bowens had a hey go fuck yourself for some guy named Jeff from some wrestling company, possibly in Oregon. Um, he he just said that he like sent him an email, like he sent him emails occasionally, and the guy was like, uh, I think this is like a sign, like you're not good at wrestling or whatever. And he's like, Look at me now, I'm tag team champ, I'm the best, whatever. <laughs> so hey, go fuck yourself to him, and uh, I thoroughly agree. Mm-hmm. Um, let me grab my phone to look at the Thursday notes. Getting to the Thursday show, Josh Gondelman and uh, Miles something miles con were on the show um a lot of this show was not that interesting to me but there were a few things that i for sure wanted to talk about one of them being actually asked i submitted a carb because i wanted allison to ask josh gondelman oh yeah about yeah, yeah, yeah the actual backstory of what happened with the Jesus and Marrow show, because if you listen to this show, you know, I love them, but their show kind of abruptly ended. Um, and they seem to have had a falling out. And then there was so much talk on Reddit about, you know, what happened? Why did this happen? And I was like, I want to hear it from the horse's mouth mm-hmm. and the horse and the other horse don't talk to each other, so I'll get it from Josh Gondelman, hopefully. <laughs> and they just naturally brought it up on their own. Mm-hmm. Um, we didn't really get any answers, so we don't know if it really was uh, Uncle Victor who was the problem or what. But I'm glad it came up anyway, without Allison having to uh, mm-hmm. poke and prod them. Uh, because it probably wouldn't have gone that smoothly. Um and the other thing, the other big thing from this show, of course, Allison read the emails <laughs> that she and Miles exchanged a million years ago. What did you think when they were talking about this? That made me uncomfortable because, like, I feel, I feel embarrassment, like, for Allison. I feel, I also just feel like I would never have emailed someone something like that but then i'm also like but they were both writers and you can really tell that in their emails to each other like they're it's not just like a regular like also i mean i don't think i ever really communicated via email with someone i dated so so that's different too but yeah sometimes i just get really bad like secondhand embarrassment and it's 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 just not comfortable (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> but yeah, I mean, uh, hats out off to Allison for being so uh, open and vulnerable, I guess. Yeah, good for her for like being brave enough to go back and read it and to share it with the world. But at the same time, you know, you don't got to share everything. I feel like we could have uh, we could have just kept it how it was. Um, did you think when miles said like oh but it worked out like i found a great girl and blah 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 did you feel that it was like him saying like oh i found someone who wasn't you know a piece of garbage like he was like did you take like he was dissing allison no no i i took it more that like i feel like it's a bit awkward to talk about being in a relationship in the past when he's like his wife was clearly home because he talked to her a few times during the show and like daniel's there so i wonder if he was feeling that kind of weirdness because also he said something like i think in his email it was something like you're very beautiful and like whatever and i wonder if he was like a little bit feeling awkward about that and just being like you found someone you love and i found someone i love yeah i I, I think it was uncomfortable (laughs) if i was him instead of saying like oh i found someone amazing i i just would have been like we both ended up with the people that we were supposed to end up with like leave it at that Mm -hmm. um super duper awkward moving on to the next monday show with daniel again on video Mm -hmm. and again a little too zoomed in for my liking um question for you can you still say wife beater (laughs) i don't think uh i think it's in poor taste i I remember like uh, saying it once 
And then I was like, oh, I don't like because I wouldn't want to say that in front of my kids. Like, like, oh, grab me that wife. I'm, I wouldn't. No, don't say it. It's it's over. What do you call it? White tank. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like a porn star. Ribbed white tank. <laughs> Ripped white tank. Uh, and hot Asian school teacher. No. <laughs> this sounds like search terms. Um, Allison mentions that she was in an emotional state. Oh, yeah. Um, Allison's dad is sick, as we know. And she was saying that she wasn't sure, like, should she cancel a show so she could go to a doctor's appointment? Um, what did you think about this? Um, my thought was that if she was feeling so worried about it and like it was obviously causing her so much anxiety she should probably just go because she wouldn't regret going but she would maybe possibly regret not going um yeah because it it obviously was really upsetting her so i thought just you know like she could put off a little bit of work yeah i pretty much thought the same thing um as someone who went to many of my dad's doctor's appointments before he was sick. Well, I mean, he was always, <laughs> you know, not in great health, mm. but before he actually uh, got cancer um, and after, um, I feel like she's not really needed, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. But at the same time, like, I get why she wants to go. And I would say, yes, for sure. Can't, like, cancel a show, Mm -hmm. go to this doctor's appointment, and then she'll probably see, like, oh, I'm not exactly needed here, you know? Um, And then also, it could be, I mean, like, yes, it could be, you know, days, or it could be years. Yeah. Like, she doesn't. Like, she doesn't need to cancel every show and go to every appointment. Because at that point, just live in Orange County. Like, Mm -hmm. because it's it's not, you know, doable. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's doable, but it's not worth it. Not not that it's not worth it. If if he dies, she's going to be like, it was worth it. Yeah. Um, But, you know. I feel like I wouldn't be like, oh, should I go to a doctor's appointment? Oh, I guess I do say doctors. (laughs) Um, But should I go to a doctor appointment with him? I would be saying maybe I should cancel a show and like go and visit him. You know, that's also strange, but I guess maybe that's like a thing that people do. I've never been to a doctor appointment with my parents. I feel like you're changing it now. Um, Whitney, (laughs) shout out to Whitney C. uh, (laughs) Dr. Whitney. Wait, did you get her PhD? Yes. Yeah. Dr. Whitney, uh, tell us, is it doctor's appointment or doctor appointment? We know which one it is. Well, one of us here does. Um, (laughs) We had a call from Lacey. She said that, <laughs> oh man, she has never had eggnog. Um, she gets seasonal affective disorder, kind of, because she says she's like real bummed out in the winter. Mm. Um, have you ever had eggnog? No, I haven't. And I think a big part of that is because of being vegan. Um, but I also think like a creamy... Um, you know, like milk-based alcohol it doesn't sound good to me. Um, anything with raw egg or that might have raw egg is a huge turnoff to me, um, regardless of being vegan. So it's not for me. You never had a pre-vegan? No. Wow. Because I was young then. Um, I think, well, eggnog doesn't come from the grocery store with booze in it. People add the booze, Lauren. You can have eggnog if you're a child. Oh, oh, okay. Yeah, I still didn't, though. It was never offered. <laughs> um, Sorry. I don't think I've ever had eggnog. And if I have, it was probably once. And I probably didn't enjoy it because I've never had it since. <laughs> and they they mentioned that it's it tastes like melted ice cream. And I was like, oh, shit, that does sound good. <laughs> but I would rather just get ice cream then. Yeah. You can add booze to that. There's boozy ice creams. Um. Daniel mentioned that there's no eggnog in January. Like, if there was, that he would be drinking it still. And to that, I say, um, no. No, thank you. Oh, yeah. Also, Lacey wanted to know quick gift ideas. Um, what's your go-to quick gift idea? Uh, and she said no gift cards. Oh. 
Um, I think a case of beer is a good go-to mm. for, you know, someone who likes beer, if not a bottle of wine. Like if what it's, if they're if it's in a very, AA? Well, then they don't get a gift. <laughs> Sorry. Wow. No. <laughs> then, okay, then what? Then what? If you're uh, in recovery, mm. don't come to me <laughs> expecting a gift. Wait. Oh, you can bake cookies for someone? Granny, those cookies aren't for you. No. No. <laughs> I would say my go-to gift is an AK-47 because you never know when you're going to need it. And everyone could use it. Da-duncha. That is not a da-duncha. How <laughs> dare you? Um, cold weather in L.A. They were talking about I want to know how many degrees it was. Did they ever say? They didn't say, but I'm guessing 50s in the day. Okay. Like... I feel like that's very chilly for LA. Yeah. Um, yeah. Is, is this the weather we're supposed to live in? Daniel was making it seem like this is how life is supposed to be. Like you, you're out and it's cold and then you come inside and you're warm. Mm-hmm. Is that how it's supposed to be? I think so. I mean, it's winter. I don't know. Do they not usually ever have cold? Like even like, I don't know. But they were complaining it was so hot in the summer. That's the thing. These people can't be pleased. Well, these coastal elites. It's too hot. It's too cold. Hey, Goldilocks, move. <laughs> well, and it might be like to a just... different planet because <laughs> this one is fucked. Well, it is. But I mean, like, they might just be so, like, their way of life is probably so, like, you just walk out the door, you know, like, wearing whatever. And now maybe it's just like, oh, you actually have to like think about it before you walk out the door. I don't know, because I guess they just get so used to it being so hot. And then it's like, well, now, yeah, she said she doesn't have the right clothes for it, you know? Yeah, that's the other thing. Um, (laughs) I was thinking about this today because you posted a picture of us out last night. Mm -hmm. And I was like, this could be any night for the past like three years because I wear the same thing because... (laughs) One, you know, minimalism. But also, it's like my jacket keeps me fairly warm in almost all weather. So, like, I don't need to wear anything else. Um, But, yeah, having – got to have, like, space for all these winter clothes. Yeah. Unless you're, like, Allison's dad and you're, you know, sucking out the air of the vacuum bags that you're putting your sweaters in bags to go under your bed. Oh, my gosh. Like – I don't know. It, it, cold weather in L.A. is like, it's not even that cold. He th- he thinks he wants the cold, but when you get the real cold, oh, you're yeah. like, fuck this shit. Yeah. Cal- stay in California. That's the cold you want. Yeah. And all you need is just like throw on a hoodie, it sounds like, and you'll pretty much be okay. Yeah. Pretty much. I mean, unless they're spending the whole day outside. I don't Which, think they are. <laughs> <laughs> we know they're not. Uh, then we got a call from question mark. I didn't hear his name, but he said he's back in the dating game after uh, a while that the pandemic's over and he made trivia games for his friends. Um, do you think that him being a nerd that makes trivia games, do you think that's hurting him in the dating game? No. The only game that matters. I think that's cool as hell. I would be like, oh, shit, you make trivia games? That's really cool. Like, let's play one. And I've also been thinking about making some trivia questions probably for you because who else am I going to give it to but like I'm like oh I just want to look up a bunch of stuff that I'm unsure of and then give it to other people as a question you know like oh the lyrics to this song is it this or is it this and like um okay are narwhals real or not because a lot of people don't know uh I had I was having a conversation with some people the other day and uh, one of them didn't know. One of them was a kid, but, you know, just just ran- really random questions that aren't uh, any kind of theme. That's, I'm sure there is, like, a card game at Walmart that we could find that is like that. I'm sure, yeah. But um, that's a good idea. I will say that the lyrics are not, excuse me, while I kiss this guy. It's the sky. Mm-hmm. And also, narwhals are real. Am I correct? They sure are. I know. Well, now I can't use that, though. Fuck. Because you know I already know? Yeah. Well, 
lots of other people probably don't know. True. Also real unicorns. Um, <laughs> Allison's games. Oh my God. Speaking <laughs> of games that should not be played, or sorry, on a, a completely opposite note of your game, games that no one wants to play should never have been created and uh, are a huge waste of time. The cheese game, a.k.a. cow, sheep, or goat. Do mm-hmm. you remember them playing this? I think it was with Greg Heller. Vaguely, yeah. And we are going to be interrupted soon, so we'll be back later. We were in the middle of a show, and we're back. Um, oh, another one of Allison's games that uh, should never be played by anyone is her <laughs> so-called rhyming game. Did you understand how to play this? Kind of, but not really. Oh, do you want to play? Should we do it? I no. Allison tortured the listeners enough. <laughs> we, we don't need to repeat her her uh, blunders. She mentioned that on Patreon, she actually got some pushback on the segment with Miles. And someone said, like, oh, your husband is a saint for putting up with that. Kind of agree. But I wouldn't tell her that. I just put it on here for her to listen to. <laughs> Do you agree that uh, Daniel's a saint? I didn't hear that part. Sure, he's 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 a great husband. <laughs> uh, next, we got a call from Jonathan, who's not a Nog fan, uh, and he said that his favorite game is when he and his wife go across the house, and she'll yell something at him, and then he yells what, and then she yells something and then uh until he gets up and goes and can hear what she's saying oh. which uh but as you would say yeah Is that how you say it um, and uh at the end uh, that was pretty much the end of the show they did briefly bring up the finale of white lotus but i feel like uh they, they didn't really say anything anyway um they did say daniel was like things are not so bad just be positive and then allison was like well you know some people are like you know they got they got problems he's like, well, okay like don't you know if you have problems then yeah don't you know but things could be worse like you know things are good mm-hmm. yeah kind of agree yeah but also life is a chore oh coffee, coffee ain't, ain't anymore. working anymore oh shit I had my phone right next to the recorder. Hopefully it was not causing interference. It probably was. Moving on to the final Thursday show. Dalton Castle and RJ City are back. And uh, recently Dalton lost his championship belt on TV. That's sad. But also who cares? It's all scripted. And I'm sure he'll win it back in a couple of months. What? Yeah, <laughs> Allison's show is scripted. Um, <laughs> uh, I'm reading the notes from the podcast episode uh, description because I did not take notes. Oh, at the beginning of the show, they were like, I can't believe we're back here doing this again. Like, this show <gasps> oh, is yeah. terrible. Why are we doing this to people? And as I was listening, I was thinking the same thing. I was thinking that he doesn't know that, like, yeah, they talk about nothing or they'll talk about, you know, like, it doesn't have to be. I think he just doesn't get what the show is. <laughs> uh, wow. Yeah. Do you think Allison watched Seinfeld and was like, it's a show about nothing? Like, I can do nothing. Yeah, I think she. <laughs> She's like, you think that's nothing? I'll show you nothing. Um but eventually, the show did pick up, and I actually did start to enjoy it. There was a lot of talk of mushrooms and mushrooming. Yes. Do you call it mushrooming if you're doing mushrooms? Oh, well, I think they call that shrooming. Shrooming. Oh, so, <laughs> so, shrooming for short, but for long, you would be mushrooming. I guess, yeah. Wow. Mm-hmm. So what do you call it when you're foraging for mushrooms? I say mushroom hunting, usually. Oh. Uh, I, I'm i sorry, maybe that sounds um, aggressive, but we 
I could say, no, I wouldn't say mushrooming. I would say mushroom hunting or looking for mushrooms. I feel like kind of a, like it's too um, braggy or something to say foraging. I'm going for, like pretentious. Uh, Like I'm foraging. I am so cool. So I just say like, you know, or sometimes I say, I'm going to go see what I see. And then I bring a basket just in case. Um, do you think Daniel was being hit on by three men or was it two men or three men? I think it was three men and they wanted to do mushrooms with him and possibly have a, a large orgy. I don't remember. That's fine. Cut well, it. <laughs> let me tell you, um, he might've been getting hit on because There's a picture of Daniel when he and Allison were like first dating and he was like clean shaven, you know, and Uh I'm like, dang, Daniel's a good looking guy. Damn, Daniel. (laughs) Damn, Daniel. (laughs) He he was definitely back at it with the white vans back then. Um, Not that he's not good looking (laughs) now. Of course. Now he's Milfy. I'm Milfy. He's Dilfy. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Back then he was just Ilfy. Yeah. <laughs> he's he's not, turning not me, I just for someone not interested Daniel, sorry. <laughs> he went from a, a a red fox to a silver fox, as they say, right? He he has grays? I don't know. I was just saying he's a redhead, so you might say that. <laughs> but I don't know what his well, hair a color silver is. Fox, he's not a silver fox. No. No, a silver fox is someone that has all gray hair. All gray? All right, cut this out. Cut this out. 90% gray. Okay, well. <laughs> uh, if if you disagree with my definition of gray fox, uh, hit me up on Facebook. It was silver fox. But That's there's what gray foxes. Gray. <laughs> <laughs> gray fox. Gray fox, yeah. If you're a gray fox, you've, you're, you're too far gone. Mm. You're uh, the grandpa from White Lotus. No one wants you, Gramps. <laughs> we want Christopher. Yeah. We definitely don't want Albie, that Ugh. little fucking twat. Mm. Um, e- oh, towards the end of the show. Uh, well, there was more eggnog discussion, but who gives a shit? There was some talk of Owen's interest in a giant wheel of cheese. <laughs> um, and this was also kind of related to the Dalton and RJ archetypes. It's like, are you a Dalton or are you an RJ? Uh, first of all, are you a Dalton or an RJ? Can you... RJ can... <laughs> is... He's real negs on life. Yeah, I don't think I'm an RJ. I don't think that I... I don't think I'm an RJ. Allison is an RJ. I'm an RJ. Um, so you would say you're more of a Dalton. You're like, yeah, man, things are good. Just keep it pause and yeah. yada yada. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, so they were talking about, you know, the difference is, you know, if you got a wheel, if you got that wheel of cheese as a kid that you asked for, <laughs> that's the difference between RJ and Dalton. Uh, so when you were a kid, did you get your proverbial giant wheel of cheese or not? No, I used to ask for like insane amounts of candy and I only got normal amounts of candy, but I never asked for a a big wheel of cheese, but I saw on Instagram, this guy had been at the grocery store and he found a huge like ball, like wheel of cheese. So did you get your giant wheel of cheese as a kid? Did you? Of course not. <laughs> but that ruins her uh, their theory because you're a Dalton and I'm an RJ. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. But I saw this thing on Instagram where this guy brought home this huge wheel of Parmesan cheese and they weighed it and it was like 20 pounds. It was like, I want to say either like 14 or like 20 pounds. And he only bought it because it was like mislabeled, yeah. like with the price. Did you see it too? Yeah. It oh, you probably to be sent like, it to me. <laughs> $7. Like seven bucks. Uh, a pound a piece or whatever yeah i don't know how much and then he got the whole thing for like that much or whatever yeah and the wife is like what are we gonna do with this and he's like i don't know but i couldn't you know so he got his wheel of cheese that's true one time i forget why i wanted to thank megan for something and i thought about 
because I had just seen an article that the like Grand Prix of cheese for the first time ever was won by an American cheese and it was Wisconsin. You told me about and this. I was like, I'm going to find this cheese. And then it's like, oh, yeah. The, well, for one, this cheese is like sold out everywhere because everyone uh. wants it. But also it's going to be like, you know, $2,000 uh-huh. for a wheel of it or whatever. So I was like, you know what? I'll go to I'll go to Whole Foods in fucking um, like the Whole Foods by by the Grove. And I was like why am i so stupid one it took like an hour and a half to get there oh. and then the fucking whole foods is packed because oh. it's whole foods mm-hmm. in the middle of fucking la on a weeknight or whatever and uh i was looking at their cheese selection and i'm like this slice of cheese is like 20 some dollars no I'm like, go fuck yourself i'm mm-hmm. not buying this no. and i walked out and i'm sure uh I'm, i probably got her something better who knows? I don't remember when this was, but I lived in L.A. at the time. <laughs> so uh, there you oh, go. Oh, wow. So it's Megan did counts. not get her cheese. But um, she's in Wisconsin now, so she's probably getting tons of it. Yeah. Um, on that note, I believe that is the end of the show. Any plugs? Um, yeah, I have a couple of shows coming up. Okay. No, no plugs. Merry Christmas, everybody. Oh, well, <gasps> this isn't like... Whatever. This is going to be the last <laughs> episode they hear before oh! Quizmoise. I'll be home for Quizmoys. So, um, Merry Quizmoys. Oh, today's first day of Hanukkah, I believe. So, happy oh, Hanukkah. Yeah. Um, anything else? Um, and a happy new year.